Warning. The views and opinions expressed in the following are strictly those of the relentless and may offend any snowflakes who lack drive and discipline. As a quam videre. To be, not to seem. This is Badger Actual. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Badger Actual podcast. My name's Travis. I'm your host. Today, I'm going to roll into it real quick here because that's what we're talking about is speed. So a lot of people... And everybody, I've heard it, you've heard it, they tell us that you want to go, if you want to go far, you got to go slow, right? And do it the right way. And while it's true, you got to do it the right way, the part about going slow is just bull, right? Are there some things that need uh, some time to accomplish? Yeah, absolutely. Are there some things that will get screwed up if you rush them? Yeah, 100% for sure. But the problem is that most of the people, 98, 99% of the people who say that slow is the only right way, they're saying it for the wrong reasons. They're using patience um, you know, as a crutch or an excuse why they're personally not further along in their business, fitness, relationship, life, whatever. And the second reason that you're going to hear people tell you that is because they're afraid that if you decide to go fast, you know, which by that I mean do what they weren't and still aren't willing to do, then you're going to pass them up twice as fast or faster, right? People get uncomfortable, like we talked about the other day, when other people have aspirations or goals or are willing to take action that's bigger than theirs, right? So there's absolutely a balance here, but most everything can and should be done faster than most people believe. You know, now right about here, some people listening to this might be saying like, oh, well, if I go too fast, I can start making mistakes and, you know, mess with my quality. Yeah, that's true. You know, you're, you go a little bit faster, you are going to make a few more mistakes, right? You don't have as much control of the car if you're driving down the road at 220 as opposed to, you know, 75. But I have either good news or bad news for you, right? The secret can either be simple or damn near impossible to implement, and it's 100% up to you. So I, I know that sounds vague, but I promise it's going to make sense here. So what's the secret here then, right? It's, I guess you could call it prioritized responsiveness. Like building the life that you want means you're going to have to deal with a lot of problems. You know, the bigger the goals that you got for yourself and the plans that you have, you know, the higher your aim is, the bigger problems that need solved, right? You know, I think Biggie said, more money, more problems, right? That's the truth in life. You know, just because you have huge goals and huge problems, it doesn't mean that you need to take a huge amount of time to bang out solutions. You know, most people think, uh, you know, this, because when a bunch of problems, they pop up at the same time, you know, we look at all these issues, you know, we got to deal with, get overwhelmed, get a little besides ourselves get a little frustrated, right? And and here's the thing, like I don't like, like there are certain things that I've seen people do when they react too quick without gathering some information or without understanding facts. Yeah, that's a mistake. But once you understand, you know, 70%, 80% of the situation at hand, you just got to go implement it. You just got to go execute. And then you have to be willing to make adjustments as you go. Because we as humans aren't capable of focusing on more than one thing at once. Like multitasking, like some people, I heard somebody say the other day who was actually relatively well-respected online or something like that. I can't even remember who it was. But I don't believe you can multitask. I don't think you can do two things at the same time. I think some people are better at switching between things, back and forth between things at the same time. Like a single core computer processor, right? But I don't think people can really multitask, truly do two things at the same time. But the way to move fast is to move effectively, which means taking a step back and looking at those problems, prioritizing the highest impact problems first, 
like we talked about a couple days ago, and then responding to them quickly and violently. Yeah, violently. Aggressive as hell. When you aggressively attack a singular problem, it doesn't stand a chance against you. Like, your mind is like a wet computer that's stronger than any quantum computer out there. And we only use like 10 or 15% of our mind. When you focus on one thing, that's what you're going to get. Whether that's focusing on something good or whether it's focusing on something bad. Like if you're driving down the road in a snowstorm and you focus on the fact that you could go off the road at any minute, what do you think is a lot more likely to happen? You're going to go off the road at any minute. But if you focus on staying on the road, right, what's more likely to happen? You know, that you're going to take actions to stay on the road because you're operating out of faith, not fear. It sounds simple to everybody, right? Prioritize and respond. And it is really simple in, unless it isn't, you know, in our brains. The problem is that we have two things that exist in our, in our bodies, and our minds, whatever you want to call it. And it's ego and laziness. You know, the biggest reason that somebody wouldn't be successful in life and business and their relationship, whatever, is because they're afraid to be seen starting at the beginning or at the bottom or at the start. But really, starting at the start or at the beginning or at the bottom is really the only place to start. General Patton, I believe, said that a good plan violently executed now is better than a perfect plan executed tomorrow. Now back to what I said a couple minutes ago, a good plan violently executed now, right? So not a half-baked plan. You know, so like I said before, there's a balance here. But a good plan violently executed now is better than a perfect plan executed tomorrow. And if left unchecked, the same thing, you know, the same ego that caused, you know, or the same ego that we have that holds us back from all this stuff will cause us to not prioritize problems or prioritize low-impact problems or not execute stuff. You know, all because we were afraid to be seen temporarily struggling and maybe even failing, you know, the first or two, second or third or fourth or fifth time on the high impact problems that should have been knocked out first. You know, the way we beat ego, you know, from what I found is through this, like Jocko Willink talks about all the time, you got to detach. You got to detach from yourself and look at the situation without, I guess you could say, the haze of your own emotion. Look at it from like a 30,000 foot view. Look at each problem and prioritize the problem based on their highest impact on your goals and objectives. Like Elon Musk talks about this all the time where they weigh every decision that they make at SpaceX as to is this going to get us closer to Mars or is this getting us closer to Mars or how is this going to have an impact on getting us to Mars? Like that's their objective. So they, they compare every decision and every action made against that objective and if the answer is it's not getting us closer or it's going to take us longer they don't do it they do something else and if you want to tip nine times out of ten the highest impact problems in in your business especially involve your culture which means your people which means your team partners clients whatever and those are usually the most uncomfortable problems to deal with the thing with that though is the hardest one of those people to deal with is me or you. It's, it's ourselves. You know, uh, John Maxwell talks about how the hardest person to lead is the person in the mirror. It's us. And that person could be crazy sometimes. But once we get that person ourselves to prioritize on what's most important, 
then we just focus on nothing but the solution, obsess on the solution, act violently on the solution, and continue to execute the solution until the problem that felt like it was crushing you is just a fond memory in the past. You know how people say back in the day, or those were the good old days, right? That's the most common one you hear. Those are the good old days, or yeah, back in the good old days. Like that's, that's always, it's typically like a problem or something that sucked. But we remember it fondly because we got through it. It's like the workout that you didn't want to do, like you really didn't want to do, like you didn't want to get out of bed for, but you did it anyway. And then after that workout, you feel kind of like a badass. Like you guys know what I'm talking about if you've been there. So you do this. You attack each problem as it comes up. You attack each problem based off of its level of importance in your life. And the impact that it's going to have on the end goal. And that's an important thing. And that's like we breezed over that. But the goal has to be defined so you can compare what's important first. And then you keep moving to the next one. And when you pick your head up, you're going to have earned a level of accomplishment in your own mind that most people will never even see in their whole life. And more importantly, you'll have the confidence to know that you can handle anything. You know, that's like when you tell yourself that you're going to wake up at a certain time or read so many pages in a book or handle an important task, or whatever the case is, you know, go get a workout in before 6am or whatever. When you tell yourself you're going to do that, and then you go execute on it, you really start to believe in yourself and you build a strong level of credit with yourself. Kind of like your Experian and TransUnion and Equifax credits course, right? Your actions are like paying your bills on time. Your actions are like not carrying too high of a credit card balance with yourself. You know, saying that you're going to do something and not doing it is like missing a payment on your student loans or on your credit card. It destroys your credit score with yourself. Don't do that. That ain't good. Because, you know, we talked about this before, but you're going to succumb to the level of worth that you feel that you're worth. Your actions are going to succumb to it. Your disciplines are going to succumb to it. So if you don't build a big credit score with yourself by prioritizing and taking action over and over and over again, then you're not going to think that you're worth very much subconsciously and your discipline is going to follow suit. So whatever is in front of you today, whatever that task is that gives you like a knot in your stomach or whatever, even if you don't know what the task is, whatever the problem is that gives you a knot in your stomach, prioritize a solution for it, step one, and then go make it happen right now as soon as you get off this if you can. Just make it happen. It could be maybe you're in maybe you're in sales, right? And maybe you're low on what you were supposed to do or what you had committed to yourself to do for the month. You know what massive action you need to take in whatever specific industry you're in today to go hit it. Maybe it's fitness. Maybe you've been chilling on the couch too much, watching Netflix too much. I know we're technically it's October right now when I'm recording this. We're we're technically still in I don't want to say quarantine, but everyone's still wearing masks. Everything's kind of crazy. Presidential election's coming up. Joe Biden and Donald Trump just screamed at each other on national TV at a debate. It was hilarious. Not in a good way. And a lot of people are depressed and maybe still off work and sitting at home chilling on the couch. And if that's you right now, don't feel bad about it. Just do something about it. Get up. Go for a run. Do some push-ups. Plan out a workout routine and stick to it and get on track. Put down the donuts, throw them all out of your house, remove temptation. All right, that helps with your discipline. If you don't have the temptation there in the first place, right? If I don't have corn dogs in front of me, I'm, it's going to be harder for me to eat corn dogs. 
Do all these things. Make these changes. It'll build confidence in yourself just knowing that you can handle it. Just knowing that you have the, the willpower to, to change. Right? Because we've talked about it before. I think we talked about it last time. You can, you can change without growing, but you can't grow without changing. Right? So today, grow yourself with these tasks. What's the one thing or two things or three things that you could bang out today that would have the highest impact on your business? It could be your relationship. You know, maybe getting your significant other flowers or hanging out with them instead of playing Xbox or whatever. You know, what's the highest impact task that you could do today to make a difference? All right. Hope this helped you guys. Actually, let me rephrase that. If you do it, it will help you guys. So if you get value from the podcast, if you like the show at all, or get any sort of inspiration whatsoever, do me a favor and go over and rank the podcast on iTunes, preferably five stars. If you don't want to give me five stars, then I guess you can give me give me two stars, whatever. It doesn't matter. And then go follow me on social if you want to. It's at Travis Arvon on Instagram and then Travis Vaughn on Facebook. But guys, go out today and do what needs done. So tomorrow you can do what needs done and you'll continue, continue, continue to grow. I'll talk to y'all soon. Dominate with discipline. Badger Actual out.